Everybody and welcome to Supercoach Guns and Adriana Soros. You heard the song "Rain, Rain, Rain." It seems like it rains that game every bloody year. I mean, carnage. Yeah, the carnage might be an understatement. Actually, it has been a dead set tragic round. I had a look back, and my score of three hundred and thirty, which is dead set garbage, was the lowest score I've ever got in any form of fantasy sports in Supercoach ever. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty dire. Um, look, we had a game, obviously, there, because a lot of us were sashing sixes. We were in a, we were between a rock and a hard place because you don't want to sell them, you know, because you've got a double coming up. So yeah. you kind of had to wear it. I rolled the dice on Hayden Kerr and on Josh Phillippe because I wasn't going to take the Matty Way 20 score. And as it was, they both sort of made it just to 20. Um, I sat um, Sean Abbott and I took the uh, loop of Darcy Short for 43. So I was setting my sights much, much lower. We've had carnage as well for injuries to some very key players. Um, I was in a head-to-head against someone who scored 170. And they're a serious team. They're they're in my bloody cash leagues, mate. They're a good player. They captain Finch. Oh, gee. I don't know if that was an accident. Um, Yeah, I don't know if it was an accident. Yeah, but uh, wow. So look, it was a round where um, we obviously had a rain affected game, and not much. How much of that game got on? I don't even think it made it to pass. Just the first innings. Just the first innings. Thirteen overs. Yeah, so look, I'll count my lucky stars that I at least got 20 points out of Philippi without um, getting a bat. Um, look, and, and it was just one of those rounds, if you can manage to... How, how many spots did you drop with your score? I dropped 100. I'm still... I'm 260. I'll, I'll take it, you know. It's been a... It, I thought I might have come to the outside of the top 500, but, you know. Yeah, I lost 31 ranks um, with my 378 down to 285. So that's, I think... Um, three in a row where I've just had a little leak and on the ladder. I really need a comeback week. Um, let's go quickly into the news. We know that Sam's was an out. We kind of expected that. Um, we, we were in a chat where we were like, what? Someone mentioned that Sam's was injured and we we're like, what? Yeah. Where, did we miss that? But he is. We, we clearly did miss it. We, we did miss it. That guy, whoever that guy is, he's on the eight ball. He's on fire. <laughs> yeah. um, now, look, the question is, um, are we, we think he's right for this week. Uh, the mail I heard from the coach or whatever was like, we we think, you know, we, he'll, he'll be good for next game. Is that what they said? Um, it just, uh, let's see. I'm sure Honey will have a quote. Um, I, I, it's a groin injury, right? And that's mm-hmm. a bit, you know, iffy. But he should be okay, probably, surely, right? I did sell him just because I needed, I wouldn't have had 11 players otherwise. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I held him and I could have, I was tempted to sell him. So the fact that I did hold him, I would reckon even if he's not a go this round, I've got enough good options to play in my team. I'm going to hold him if it, if it's one more. Uh, but if we hear that it's more extended, like the great man, Jai Richardson, um, couldn't even bowl out his overs 
uh, tweaked a bit of a hamming. Look, you and I are big NRL fans, and we've got some famous hamstrings, you know, i.e. Tommy Travojevic um, in mm-hmm. the NRL. I don't really ever like to mess with um, hamstrings. Now, look, they're into the double next week. Um, would you see a world at all where you could hold um, Jai Richardson with the hammy, or you would expect that it's going to be at least a couple of weeks ergo, yeah. no double round? If he was around, let's say, half the price of what he is, I might consider holding, but he's 210000 If sell that, and um, yeah, you, you bring in whoever you need to, depending on your team structure, you can target each one of either one of the doubles in the next two weeks round. Yep. Uh, good, good. Um, anything else in there that you was um, news um I just I found the quote that Honeyball got from Oliver Davies about Daniel Sams. Uh, so it's a groin strain with no certainty on the severity apparently. Uh, but he's hoping that they get Sams back next game just to solidify that order because they do lose Riley Rousseau. Yeah, so that's what I'd heard. They're hopeful that he'll be back for next game. So if even if it isn't this game, I feel like it could be next game after that. Um, yeah, so Jai Richardson is out. Um, obviously, I think that's a sell at his price range. Um, look, is if you do, you know, you you'd start depleting your scorcher. So it might be a good idea this week if you're getting sixes and hurricanes to grab another scorcher. If you're going to be selling mm. Jai, because you don't want to p- drop those down too much, unless you've got four strikers, you, you've got to still have a mind. Um, towards next round, is there anyone yeah. better than AJ Ty? He's been in really good form. Wasn't the best game in the world for him score-wise this week, but no. still, he's, his worst is still getting a decent enough score. That was his equal lowest game of the season last night. He's, he cannot go below, like Ted said, he's basically 40 points. He cannot go below it. That is incredible. And um, if you want some rock-sword consistent scoring, I think you do need one or two of these sort of players in your team. He's yep. your guy. Yep. I think if you're um obviously we're gonna be taking I mean you will all have Inglis, you know, but how many other um scorchers are we all gonna have? Maybe someone took a tickle on Hardy, you know, mm. but I, I think that if Hardy's you're gonna, injured too. Yeah, he is. Um and you know, yeah. so their it's team's decimated. <laughs> the team is decimated. decimated. So just pick this I just pick the first bowlers, right? Because they, they'll do well no matter what. That's my advice. Um, I know. I mean, I know as a Lance Morris owner, I'm reasonably excited because I know he's going to come straight back into that Scorchers eleven now. Whenever he gets released, he could be this week. In all honesty, they might not need him in Sydney, and they could release him, and he could play for the Scorchers. I'm just hoping that um, old mate Connolly doesn't get a run. Now, if if you, <laughs> yeah, if you lose Hardy, it's going to be close. Leaving. Yeah, I think he's really close. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, um, maybe I upgrade him to, you know, um, the wild thing there and he could be in for next game. I could stash one. But I think most likely I'll probably just get um, Ty. He, he's bankable. Uh, and, and at the moment in that team, he's the one that I, I reckon I could feel c- confident playing no matter what, double, single, whatever. Um, look, we we are losing players. So Faf and Lyth are done now. Yes. Yes. Um, Asain, he's here for another week. One more round. One more round. I um, think if you own him still, you may as well just hold him. He's at Marvel Stadium against Hobart. He's a bit of a suspect lineup, despite the names they've got in there. I think it's worth the hold just for one more week. You might get a good score out of it. 
and we're probably all dealing with other things, you know, at the moment as yeah, well. Exactly. Um, Hales, is he so done? He's, he's got one I think more? he's got one more game. One more game, but he's, yeah, no, still. Get rid of him. Don't need him. He stinks. He's at showground, so, you know, he could be decent, but he's up against the Sixers attack. I'd like to think, as a Sixers fan, they'll, they'll keep him contained and get him out early. So oh, they won't contain him. They sport. won't contain him, but they will get him out. I'm sure of it because yeah. he's a lunatic. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, so you've got one more game from Hales if you need to hold. Um, who else is going to be jetting out uh, that we know after this round? Um, Rashid Khan. Rashid That's Khan. One for me. Also, if, if you didn't own Rashid Khan and you, your team was in a pretty well-balanced spot, I'd look at this. He's got a 46 average. If he doesn't go big, Tonight, then he'll finish with his low, lowest season average of all time in the Big Bash. And I just don't think he's never averaged less than 60 points a game. And um, I could really see him finishing with a bang yet again. Yeah, well, it's it's just so him to do that. Um, yeah. There's going to be some of the heat there. The Englishmen, are they done now as well? Um, I, I think, oh, oh, this is, I'm not sure. I think um, one of them is. I think it might be Munro that's done. Yeah. So, I mean, just, yeah. So, uh, we, we think that some of the people are end, ending up now. I don't know how many people own Munro. I did up until a couple of weeks ago. So, it would have been relevant to me. Um, Lynn's going to be going as well um, mid tournament. Is he got one more left? I mean, he's not going to uh, be there for their double, is he? Lynn, yes, he will, actually. Lynn leaves January the 14th. Oh, okay. So, Lynn, yep. is, if you had him, um, yeah. He wouldn't sell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just on the heat, uh, their last games for Colin Munro and St. Billings are this round. Okay. Still right. One more game from them. One more game for um, them. Yeah. All right, so look, officially we're like, get off um, Richo with the hamstring. If he happens to make a miracle comeback for next game, trade him in. Um, look, I'm going to hold Sam's based on that little chat from Davies there that he might be back for this game um, because I held him last round and I fought the... Uh, so did you use your boost? I didn't. I just updated no. my trades. Yeah, you just updated trades. Well, the thing was, I was selling all bloody heat players, and now that's all I could update. And so I was going to be bringing back in Munro, and and that game was a washout. So I was like, "What's the difference?" Yeah. Um, all right, so we've had a bit of a slide in the old ladder. There's a few moving parts in there. Um, look, I'm I'm I agree with you on all those things. I'd play a saying if I had one more game out of these other people, I'd I'd do it. If there were people that I was willing to sell, it would probably – I would sell Hales before I'd sell Munro. I think Munro's in better form, it looks like to me. Um, so, I, and you know, you can pick ones that you've got to move on, um, the the buy targets. Could you do something like um, bring in Head? Because he's, in, he's um, a loop this week and he's going to come out of the test. Or is yeah. he in danger of not playing both games of their double? I think even if he plays one, he'd still be worthwhile, you know. He just he feels like a quality a quality guy that you can bank on. So we know that the uh, current the Sydney Test finishes on the eighth of January, and the Strikers, well, I believe if I'm not mistaken, they play on the tenth. Mm. So he's got a day in between. That probably does help go point it towards him uh, playing rather than not playing the first game of the double. Yeah. Well, wow. um, it's a big it's a big dice roll. I tell you that much. You. The thing to note is that if you bring in Head or Terry, you know, neither of them are going to be useful to you this round. 
they play the first game, so they're not going to be. Ah, yeah. So there's no point doing it this yeah. round. You might as well do it next so round. Um, bring them in is purely just as a stash to get ahead. Yep. Grab yourself a tie. They're in the um, you know, in the same uh, double. Um, yeah. All right. Hang on a sec. All right, had to uh, just to deal with some emergency stuff there. Um, look, uh, I, I reckon Ty is a safe bet. He's going to be in the same double as all of them, and he looks like the likely replacement of a quality bowler to bring in. Um, you know, there's a bit of carnage, and I'm, you know, I've, I'm trying to put a stop to my slide. I'm, I'm tempted to use all of my trades to bring in a hurricane or sixer. Um, let's talk about some of the sixes. You know, everyone's worried that Abbott, I mean, um, that Kerr is going to get a break because he hasn't had one yet? Or are they going to just bank on the fact that he's young and strong and keen? I, I think the fact that he we've just had a washed-out game could be a blessing in disguise for that. You know, 13 overs, he bowled three overs, yeah. But he didn't have to bat. He didn't have to field for very long. 13 overs, he was, uh, it's not very tough to field from my personal experience. <laughs> um, you know, he'll be right. I don't think he needs a rest. Plus... Like, they've kind of got a big break after the eight. I don't think they play for another week or something like that. Yeah, so they wouldn't play until 10th. They don't play until Sunday the 15th after they've played on the eight. They have a seven-day break. If they can get two more games out of Hayden Kerr, he has a seven-day break. I think yeah. he'll be okay. Yeah. And I mean, look, most people probably have him serious players. I don't know if I'd be trading him in because he is sort of the next one you'd think is pro- probably, I could probably go Dwarshus. Dwarshus has yeah. been in pretty good form since coming back. Yeah, you could. Oh, I'm willing to bank on Hayden Kerr. I think yeah. you look at Stephen O'Keefe, he might not, he might not play both games. The they just love to rest him. You know, they want him there for finals and that's what they care about. Um, in all honesty, with the poor form that Abbott's been showing, they could rest him. Um, just in, just from an un, you know, purely unbiased perspective, they, they could they could hook him and you know, give him a game, try and get his head fresh, and then hopefully he comes back better. Mate, single, he got three. I'm so glad I benched him, but it's unheard of for him. He's such a gun. Of a super yeah. coach player, what a fall from grace! Um, Jordan, he looked good to me in that game, but um, I don't. I'm hearing that there's no guarantee that he's going to be there for both games of their double, um, which yeah, means um, he, he's someone I would be tempted to bring in. Um, but I don't think he's. Yeah. Um, the chat I'm hearing is that he's here for both games. I'll um, I'll have a look if I can find it. Um, Strikers, Hurricanes. Here we go, Sixers. Um. Apparently, Jordan's still here. Um, if we can get confirmation on that sometime throughout the day, that would be reasonably ideal. So I wouldn't trade him in until you knew he was here for both games. And then if you yeah, we'll, both games... Yeah, we'll keep an eye on our stories, on our socials. We'll find yeah. out. We'll find out somehow or through through the channels whether we think he's going to be... Because I think him and Dwarshus are probably pretty fair options, I reckon. Um, if, mm. you know, because you've got Hurricanes as well. Would you prefer... Um, Dwarshus or Meredith? Meredith. Would Meredith. you prefer um, Dwarshus or Dooley? Because you, you said oh. that I reckon you, they're going to work out Dooley. His floor is so good. And he's, they don't, they haven't been working him out. They find him tough to hit, get away. Well, okay. Uh, you say that. And then 
if I search up Paddy Dooley's last two games since I've said this, he has scored twenty-two and forty. All right. Well, so what is what has Meredith scored though over those last two games? Alrighty, let's have a look. Uh, Forty-two and thirty-two. Yeah, so it's about the same. Um, look, you know, I. I think one of those two is going to be in my team. I don't know who. It's going to be one of them. I want to take a, a take a dash on. I like owning these awkward things. I kind of like spinners in the um. Well, not Swepson, you bastard, <laughs> Swepson. Um, but you know, I could take a punt on Dooley maybe in this double. Um, but I've liked what I've seen from Meredith. I think he's getting back to the wheels. You can feel like he's ramping up and starting to look good. Um, Ashraf, I wasn't overly impressed. I mean, he looked um, to me like he had a few chances. Yeah, you know, he created a yeah. few chances. I mean, he bowled well. Like, he was just a victim of, a, I think, a reasonably small ground, was it? Where they played Blonston? Yeah, it was a small ground. It's a batting paradise there. I think he was just a victim of that. He was getting a lot of swing, you know, and he was creating some chances. I'm not too disappointed. I mean, yes, he scored four, but, like, the only thing I'm disappointed about is he batted eight. And they played Mitch Owen. I didn't think they were going to do that. Mm. Well, I don't know if I'm interested in Ashraf now. Um, I called it. I said I had a feeling in my bones that Ben McDermott was going to go large. Yeah. He did. Um, he scored well. Yeah. He's at the right price to bring in this week. Should most oh. people be bringing him in? I think most people are bringing him in. I mean, what is it? What is it? He's just scored 98. He's 130,000. Yeah. He's as cheap as chips for him. Yep. Piss off Hales and grab yourself a Ben McDermott. It's just if you can have Hales in your team, you can have Ben McDermott. Set him on your bench because he will be yeah. hit or miss. Have him there as a loop. It's the first game up. So I like it. Um Tim David was good in that game as well. I don't know if I take a tickle on him. Um, you know, as a, as a pump your numbers up. Caleb Jewell looked absolutely sensational. I didn't expect him to be up the top of the order. Um, yeah. but he, he looked really good. Yeah, no, it was – he did take the strikers by surprise. That was very clear. But I just don't think they'll make the same mistake twice. Mm. And I think he's going to be – you know, he, he won't repeat what he did last round. Um, With the way that I was doing trades, I had to l- drop a little money off Ashraf because I said on our podcast I was going to take a punt on Ashraf. I didn't. Because I made different trades, I had to go – cheaper and I went Darcy short he finished with a 43 which I ended up looping in and he did bowl bowl rubbish yeah, like, I mean and he batted okay he batted okay yeah. he batted okay he's going to be at he's going to play at Marvel Stadium in the second game of his double um, he's also playing the strikers at Adelaide which is I think a reasonably spin friendly ground and you've got Marvel as well which is also a spin friendly ground and if he bats the way he did, he should still, you know, accumulate points and try and get close to that 100-point game, which I think is what you'd want from someone of his class. Yeah, I mean, it was just a bit of a late-minute change for me. I had to um, – why did I have to do it? Because a player that we were banking on didn't get picked or missed out or something. I don't know. But, look, I've got – Shadab, Shadab, Shadab. Shadab, that's right. Shadab. I got knifed by Shadab gone. I mean, that came to a sudden end, didn't it? We knew he'd hurt yeah. his fingers, but um, so I went to Darcy Short. Um, look, he's 81,000. He's cheap as chips. I don't feel any confidence in him, so he'll be on my bench as the loop as well, and I'll need to see at least a 30-plus 
40 maybe even out of him to, to, to play on for the second game. Um, look, uh, who else was I? Matty Wade. Uh, look, I think Matty Wade, he didn't look terrific in that game, but it was still 29 points. I think at 174,000, he's probably a good VC candidate, isn't he? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think I might have said to you last, last round, but um, now that we're all bringing him in, he's probably due for a low score. And sure enough, you know, he's gone out and scored 29. Um, but that just means he's going to have two big games in this double round. Yep. So I think that they're all good candidates um, to bring into your team. Keep an eye on, uh, they're running down to like the last 12 or 13. So Connolly, if he, you got him set there for a loop, he may not be your loop guy. Unfortunately, this week, he might get a run in that team. Um, look, I don't see any point going through the games and looking at the top performers. It was such an ugly, smelly old shit round. And I don't care about it because I'm losing places on the ladder and you had a stinker as well so let's just go into the trade trends and and have a discuss on those what we like what we don't like see if um any of it's sort of odd to us um here we go most traded out player on uh in the game at the moment um is alex hales 7.5 he was shite this game look i'm gonna be honest with you when he got out i was still actually kind of happy because i had him in my team right but it meant that my captain, Jai Richardson, was just, you know, he I needed a win. I needed a win. <laughs> and then, but it looked like it was going to happen there for a little bit. Yeah, look, um, he's got one more game, I think. Um, but look, at the moment, he's made a little bit of money for the year. So the transaction is, it's a, it's been a hard old own, but you move him on, I say. Number two on the list is Dan Sams. People held Sams. Last week, and now they're selling him this week. When the the light chat is that he could be available for the game, is it just a case of he's worth a lot of money, so you just move it? I mean, we're all going to have to move on. Jai Richardson, surely everyone owned him. I can't believe he's not in, well, yeah, he's in the top I, ten. But I imagine it's just because word hasn't spread enough yet that Jai's not going to play. We don't think. Um, yeah. Once word spreads a bit more, like it's eleven o'clock in Sydney or you know the east, most of the east coast. Um, so it's going to take some time. If you look at this at 3 4 o'clock this afternoon, then you're going to see um, Jai Richardson probably in the top three, maybe the top most traded out player. Yeah, well, so look, I don't know about trading Sam's. Yeah, look, it is a groin and you'd hate for him to, you know, be hampered and not bowl out his full overs or whatever. But the chat seemed, it seemed like positive chat to me. So I'm just going to wait one more week. And if it's, you know, you go ahead and sell him. And if he goes and plays... Sam's 100 coming. It's always the way when you sell someone, they do that. Number three on the mm-hmm. list is Will Sutherland. Um, look, he's done okay. He's made 70K. He's been, he got himself up to 133,000. Um, yep. You can move him on now, can't you? I think so. Um, I would like to see what sort of role he's going to get once the two spinners leave. Mm. But I think maybe you're just better off trading him rather than holding him. I think, I think I'd sell yeah, I mean, you get him straight across to, you know, um, McDermott. McD- yeah, McDermott or a Meredith, whatever. Um, Hussain, 164,000. He's been very good for the year. Look, the value was up over the 200Ks there at 164,000. One more game for him. I just, um, you know, if if you're one of these um, Hussain sellers, you didn't own Jai. You know, like yeah. you got good money that you're getting from him. As, as, as I said before, I think, the traded out trends will change once we know 
once people, more people hear, oh, it's definitely confirmed that Giants going to miss time. Like yeah. he's being sent for scans today, which is not usually a great sign. Put it that mm. way. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hussain's got a, a break even one hundred and one, so you know he's going to have to have one hell of a rip snort again to go out on a high note. Um, money wise. Um, let's go to the next one on the list. It is Shadab Khan. Absolutely makes sense. He's mm. gone all of a sudden. Oh. That was um, a very, very swift exit, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, I, I owned him all for one round where he stunk it up and then I had to sell him again. How good's that? <laughs> I owned him. Oh, Got him for a 12 and then I sold him. So my Shadab experience this year was about as good as it was last year when he stunk at the uh, sixes. Yeah, of course, when everyone trades me and he turns to rubbish and then, you know, me as a precious owner from round one has to deal with that as well. Yeah, well, at least you got some good out of him. Number six on the list yeah. is Marcus Stoinis. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. Do you? Yeah, he didn't bowl last game, and he's only had one sub game of substance at the bat. I, I, I'm almost had. I've had enough actually. It's just yeah. he's been a hard slog to own. Mm. Um, if he's just playing as a pure batsman and all his bowling roles inconsistent, I don't want anything to do with him. He's a hundred thousand as well, so it's not like he can't do anything with him. So I'm going to move him. I've moved him on. Yeah, well, look, he's still got the negative break even. Um, yeah, I mean, look, and, and in the, this was uh, up until this game, the bowling looked like the stronger thing he was doing. Yep. Um, so, look, I've got other problems to deal with personally. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you play him and you get a four, you know, like you can't have some of the – you can't have these fleety guys in there. You're better off just getting a consistent one. Um, number seven on the list is Jai Richardson. The male's not very good, is it? Um we loathe to sell him because he's such a weapon and, you know, they're coming up to a double, but hamstrings, mate. Um, yeah. I'd be moving him on. Uh, number eight on the list is Rashid Khan, 149,000. Um, mm. He is 44,000 uh, drop on, on his starting price. Um, but would you just say, I'd like to just hold him and see if he does what he did last year in his last game? Yeah, look, I, I think you would hold him. I mean, we go back to previous seasons, his last game has been 78 in BDL 09, 50 in BDL 10, um, 67 BDL 11. Yeah. I, I just think oh, BDL. you might as well just roll the dice, eh, for one more. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, not exactly. really not really a tough and dice to roll with, with he him. He also plays the first game, so you can bench loop him in if you need to. Yep. Um, number nine is Faf. It makes sense to move Faf on. He's done. Um, number 10 on the list is Matthew Jilks. Now, that also makes sense. I mean, you're probably not going to see him reach a higher price than what he's at right now. Um, you may as well move him on because, well, I mean, there's good value in him. And in all, I guess, not the smartest way to play super coach, but he's due a bad game. When if you so if you can sell him, you're probably short when he's at 140,000. Yep, I mean, he's a straight swap across to you know to McDermott. Yeah. Um, look, the number one traded hit player is Ben McDermott. 15.7 percent of people are bringing him in. I think we saw enough to do it. Yep, I think definitely. I mean, all he needed was one reasonably good game, and we were all going to bring him in. I think even if he did have business, he'd stink it up. I think that would give me more confidence knowing that he was going to go bigger than double. Yeah. So I'm pretty keen on him. I'm going to lock him in. 
I probably will bench looping in though. Yeah, I think I'm going to bench Loopy as well because he is just one of those yo-yos. Um, number two on the list is Matty Wade. That's, I think, you know, 6.4% of people bring Matty Wade. I think that's because of his class, not because of last round. They just know that of the options in the Hurricanes, he's probably one of the better ones. Yeah, I think I would almost have him as number one, mm. the, the number one option outside of maybe Ben McDermott just because of the price there for him. But Matty yeah. Wade, you need him this round. Yep, number three on the list is Darcy Short. Um, look, I did it last week because I got a, a Shadab surprise. I don't know if I'd be bringing him in. It's a cheap. Yeah, look, if you were, hmm, I can't see a situation where you would. If you, if you were thinking of just doing stoyness to Darcy Short, then I guess that's fair. I mean, I can see the logic behind that and get twenty k out of it as well. Yep. Well, I mean, I think that there's better options in their lineup, to be quite honest. Um, number four on the list is Paddy Dooley, 149,000. Um, a thousand people bringing him in. I even floated the idea of bringing him in. You're against it. I feel like you're against it. Uh, I think I am. Um, I, I, I will always averaging enjoy 60 for the year. Yeah, he's also, you know, I told you the numbers before 22 uh-huh. and 40. One week in the last two games, it doesn't fill me with confidence. Certainly not enough confidence to pick him. I understand that he's at Marvel, um, but in the second game. But I just, I, um, I don't think I'm going to fade him. There you go. Right. We'll, we'll come to that later. But yeah. All right, um, Caleb Jewell. I mean, look, that is um some big points chasing. They did say that they gave the kid a go at in, at the top of the order instead of Darcy Short. Um, and he took his opportunity. So I fully expect that he will be picked to open. He's under 100K. Um, who would you pick if you were picking out a Jewel or Darcy Short? Oh, I think the head says Caleb Jewel and the heart says Darcy Short. Yeah, everyone's just you know? sitting there waiting for a resurgence from Darcy Short. But look, he, yeah. he looked really good to me from Jewel. I don't mind him as a little, um, you know, people will be going, oh, I'll grab, grab McDermott. And Jewel, if you want to go and, you know, get, but I mean, that's two batters. So it could be risky. Um, Number six on the list is um Nathan Ellis. If I didn't own Nathan Ellis, I'd certainly want him in. Yeah. I mean, all you have to do is bowl first in a couple of these games and you've got, and he'll have a safe floor of, you know, 40 at least. Like yep. I saw it last game, he bowled trash and got 44 points. Yep. Um, Number seven on the list is Hayden Kerr. We did mention that he's probably the next candidate for a rest. Um, but you know, um, is it going to stop you trading, trading him in when his team's on a double? Um, I didn't own him right now, and I heard whispers about arrest. I would be hesitant, but then I don't know. I think I I wouldn't I wouldn't be dropping everything for trading in, and I think that's what the super super coaches have realised here as well with him being at number seven. Yeah, look, I mean, I think he is their top option. He's the number one player from their team I want. Yeah, yeah. So I understand why, you know, 666 people are doing it. Um, number eight on the list is Riley Meredith, 148. Um, look, it's looked okay, but um, not outstanding. Um, but they're going into a double. Um, if, you ha- if you've already got Ellis, the next one you'd probably pick is either Meredith or Dooley, whichever your persuasion is, I'd imagine. Yeah, I think Meredith has been Meredith has been okay. Like he just hasn't quite lit it up to the way he has in the past. Um, that could mean there's a big score around the corner for him. 
Um, number nine on the list is Joel Davies. Made a bit of a debut. Scored a whole bunch Ooh. of points in the field. Um, he's a jewel. Fifty-five thousand seven hundred. Yes, I, I quite like him. There was a, there was some talks that he might move up to number three to fill in for Riley so. And um, I'm all there. I'm there for it. I mean, if you see him named, he could be a worthwhile stash as a bat bowl. Yeah. Uh, number 10 on the list is Tim David. Um, it was a good yeah. game last week. We haven't really seen a dynamic, amazing Tim David this year, have we? No bowling or anything, which seems no weird bowling, to me. Just the odd good score here and there. Yeah. He just had two good games in a row, so he's probably due for a quiet one. Well, he's 112. I mean, I kind of, you know, if you had, I, I would kind of feel like going him instead of Caleb Jewell. I just feel like Tim David could do it more regularly. He's just a bit more of a pro at doing it around the world, you know? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I get that, yeah. I mean, but look, you know, Ellis, I mean, uh, Jewel was in great form last game as well, but mm-hmm. you, you can go with whichever way you want. Um, All right, let's go to, oh, no, wrong sound effect. Lock. Him in. What are we logging into our teams this week? Your trades. Tell me him. All right. Here we go. Get the drum roll out for you. Um, I have sold. Oh, hang on. I can get the drum roll out. I've got some oh. drops. Maybe. Oh, no. I no. I recorded <laughs> over it. What about? Oh. I'll clap you in. Okay. All right. <laughs> here we go. Um, I'm selling. Marcus Stoinis, yeah, Alex Hales, and Jai Richardson, yeah, and I'm bringing in Ben McDermott, mm. Michael Lisa, and a, an old flame in Matthew Kelly. Matthew Kelly, and I'm sure. Look, I'm going I knew I was gonna have to justify this one, so I'm, oh, I'm here. This is your second time this year. I mean, they're gonna have Ty Berendorf. You're gonna have old mate back from the test. There's three pace bowlers. Is Kelly gonna get the run? Always. <laughs> I don't know if it's definite. I mean, you could be in a you could potentially be in a boat where you tra- you trade him in and he doesn't even get picked. Like last yeah. round, last time. Yeah, I could. But look, the positive thing is that he plays uh the same game as the Brisbane Heat and before the Sydney Thunder and the Sydney Sixers. So it's not like I'm locked into him. I could take him to a bend I can't take him to a bend because they play the double. But I could take him to a Thunder Bowler like Daniel Sands if he's named. And if he's not named, uh, well, then I'm in a bit of hot water. But I will be okay. So you already own Ty because that would make no sense yep. to me to get Kelly if you if you had Ty. Obviously, you've got no interest in Berendorf. Um, I own Lance Morris as well. Yep. Um, so, and the Nisa pick, um, you know. I It hurt me. It hurt me. I sold him, and then he scores 105 and 70 without bowling. Plus, I've seen that he's at Optus Stadium this round, and then round nine, he's at the Gabba again. And then if you go to round 10, he's at Adelaide Oval, where he played for quite a while. So he's got a, he's got a reasonably good grounds to bowl at in the next little while. Yeah, I and get so I get proud, and I, I bought him in for the double and then sold him straight away afterwards, and then he starts dominating. Um, yeah, so how many players are you going to have on this double? Um, only, uh, only six. I might, yeah. maybe I should flip Kelly to a Meredith. I don't know. That'll be 
weighed up. But I don't really like any of the options. Yeah, well, I've got eight um, currently, and I haven't even made my third trade. So I am going to make sure I'm going to make sure I don't get a red arrow. <laughs> I want I don't want red arrows. Um, look, my trades, um, it was obviously um, Jai Richardson out. I've brought in Riley Meredith. I kind of think Paddy Dooley, um, yeah, maybe there's not as many wickets, but Meredith's not getting heaps of wickets. He's getting, you know, edges that go away for six, you know, <laughs> top edges mm. and stuff. He can go really expensive. It's it's wicket taking that really is the bread and butter. And I think maybe he could take a few wickets over this double. And as a result, I think I might go him. Um, I like to look at Paddy Dooley though, and I kind of want to own him, but he's you know, the fact that he started so cheap, you know, you're like, well, I don't want to pay top dollar for him. Um, I brought in McDermott as well. Um, I sold who did I sell? I don't even know. I sold Hales. Um, look, Hales has given me the sh- and it's it's such a typical Hales own, you know. It's yeah. such a typical Hales own. Um, look, he I'm I'm choosing to hold Marcus Stoinis. Um, you know, and then I'm going to loop. He, he'll be the guy that I pull out of my team if my McDermott comes off a hundred percent because I have no confidence in Stoin at the moment. It doesn't mean that he's not going to come out and absolutely burn you. Um, look, I think for my third trade, I've got ninety five thousand in the bank. Um, how much does AJ Ty cost? Seventy four five hundred. So I need another eighty thousand, you know, to get. You could do Stoinis to Ty, could you? Oh, I could easily do Stoinis to Ty. Oh hell yeah, do that. Maybe make that my third trade because it doesn't sit well with me next game because I've got um one striker. And one scorcher, so yeah. So, so I, I feel to... like I need to get a striker or or a scorcher yeah. into the team. So, I've, I've heard your concerns about Matthew Kelly, right? And I do agree. So I, I've taken out Matthew Kelly, and I've noticed who someone who's already just about at that price, Henry Thornton. Oh, Hennis, yeah, he will come in for for the double next game. Um, yeah. And he's not going to get dropped because they've got too many bowlers coming back. So I'd rather trade in Kelly next round and know that he's playing. Because he, if, if he's playing, no one's going to own him. He'll be a megapod for us. So I'll, I'll do that rather than... Well, last week you were saying Henry Thornton, you thought he was done. He'd already made his money and he had it, he was not going to get anything close, even half a hundred again for the rest of the year. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Opinions change. yeah look i think my third trade will be the stoin out i just feel like as soon as i do that stoin's going to go and bang a the quickest century in the bbl history or something not batting at five though you know or four or whatever he is um all right well so that's my trades i think um i'm going to probably settle on meredith and um mcdermott one bowler one bat and i'm going to just go and I'm taking a scorcher out. I was one of my three scorcher slash strikers. I'm going to probably activate my last trade next week and bring in four from those teams. We might know on a Kelly. I'd probably be tempted by Kelly too if I know that he's going to be picked yeah. and jies out for a while. I think he's a frontline bowler type, um, and I could do that. I could grab a, Th- a Thornton, whatever, grab a Travis Head if I know that he's going to come in. I'll activate my trade, my last boost next week. That's why I thought off the um, urge to sell Sam's because I wanted to save it for this Next one, um, I think the smart move is to go a Stoin up to a tie, someone you can bank on, a reliable one who's going to yeah. be into a double next week. Those are my three trades. Fading, um, 
you, I mean, you're fading um, Dooley. He's right up there yeah. in the top traded in, and you're you're going to mm-hmm. fade him. Do you reckon that we could be in the chat going, why did we talk so down on Dooley, the lunatic? He's a came oh. in like the helicopter and got five wickets in the first game. Yeah, yeah, in all likelihood, with the way the last couple of rounds have been going, that that's going to happen. So if I'm fading Dooley, you buy Paddy Dooley at this <laughs> point. Yeah. Um, Oh, just yeah, no. I just I I just think he's just dropped off a little bit. If someone attacks him in his first over, I think he goes into his shell and starts bowling a bit too short. He errs on the side of a length delivery rather than over pitching, and then you know he's just getting paced around the park. One That's of the best, uh, one of the best, best wicket celebrations ever. He just gets it. He's like gets out the lawnmower like a Brett Lee type yeah. celebration. Oh, I just love the I love the character of the bloke. He's just got some character. Um. Anyway, else that you're going to fade? Um, I have Darcy mm. Short, but I'd be fading him. Um, if you didn't have him, I would try to get – I mean, look, he is bowling, but whether he gets lots of bowling this game is is yet to be decided yeah. because he was getting tonked everywhere. Yeah, look, I, I don't think I'll go near Darcy Short unless I – Unless I was strapped for cash. If I'm strapped for cash and I see Darcy Short there, I'm like, yeah, that'll do. I'll bring him in. Yep. All right. Well, maybe you bring him in ahead of a Caleb Jewell or, you know, maybe you think about it on a Tim David. Um, I'm going to fade. Um, look, Dwarshus, he tempts me because he's been in pretty good form since coming back. I really don't think that he's going to be rested. Um, but I'm going to probably agree with you that I prefer Meredith over Dwarshus. Um, I could be tempted into a Jordan um, as if I really wanted to hit this round hard, mm. if I knew that he was going yeah. to be there for the for the two games. But at this point in time, he's going to be on my fade list because I don't um, know for sure that he's going to be there for both yeah. games. I mean, it's actually better if he's not because, you know, we Thank want you. Kerr. <laughs> yeah, we want Kerr. Exactly. So if I do find out that Jordan is playing, I think I'd take Thornton out for Jordan for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's all interesting stuff. Um, all right. Well, so we need a bit of a resurgence because we've had a, I think this is your first at red arrow in a while. Uh, this would be my first red arrow of the season, I believe. Yeah. So who are you going this week for VC and C? I have, I agree with you on the Matthew A device captain call. I think he's the right guy in this, in this game, uh, you know, he's been their best player this tournament by far. Um, in terms of my captain, right now it's on Hayden Kerr because if he's playing both games, he'll be their top scorer. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as you. Um, I've gone with the, that exact combo. One that could tempt me is maybe um, Ellis. He just seems like the kind of guy that could, you mm. know, get some junk at the end. And, huh? Yeah, particularly if they bowl first. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, there's there's a possibility, and a lot of people say I don't. I'm sick of these relying on batters. What I like about Matty Wade is that he's a good keeper, and he usually gets some points from keeping as well. So, you know, I feel like you'll get to thirty or forty, and 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 remember, it's a VC, so yeah. you want someone who's got a huge, huge ceiling. And I think like I think I think that Ellis could go well and score a seventy, eighty, whereas I think Matty Wade could go well and score a 100, 130, 150. So um, that's where I'm going to go for VC and C. Anything else we'd like to cover? Um, I don't 
think so. Maybe just monitor Bo Webster's role. If he's bowling four overs regularly and batting at three, it's going to be a must pretty soon. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, he's he's the new Stoinis, yeah. apparently, because Stoinis exactly. just having a big bash rest, isn't he? He's having a rest, yeah. having a holiday in the big bash. Stupid, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Nathan, absolutely brilliant talking super coach with you again. Uh, what a smelly old round. It just makes you feel yeah. flat. We're flat in this. I mean, I'm okay. I'm a morning person, but um, it makes you feel flat. You're just like, what a stink. I mean, poor old bloke that got 170. He's probably just deleting team now, isn't he? He's probably like, he's going to probably try to hit this round with 10. Activate yeah. boosts and just try to re reestablish himself. Yeah, like, that's a lot of ground to catch up. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, imagine in a round where like people scoring three hundreds and four hundreds, and you you are two hundred short of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that takes skill. Really yeah, cool. it's depressing. It's like it is. You did something. It's like just having, you know, eight of your players non-players. You know, like to be able to. Yeah. It's like did one good the, score from a player. Yeah. Did you see the top scoring team of the week? No. No. Okay. Well, they vice captain Tom Rogers, unsurprisingly. Yeah. And their captain Mitchell Marsh. They did say, oh, Mitchell Marsh, um, they're batting, here's their batting lineup for you Mitchell Marsh, Chris Lynn, Tim David, Darcy Short, John O'Wells, Ollie Davies, Joe Burns. That is the smelliest batting that, yeah. I, that I've ever seen. And you've got a 200K Mitch Marsh there just as a loop. They've looped yeah. him. With their two hundred grand player, yeah, that's it. Oh, that's stupid. Oh, I love it. It got eight hundred and eighty-three points this round. Those BBL super coach people are probably like posting that, going, "This is so fun." Posting this is yeah. the top scorer of the week. Crazy! It's a crazy. It was every year. Big Bash goes to crazy. I mean, this round when I saw the weather on the thing, I was like, "It's gonna be." Oh, here we go be washed out or there's going to be like it's going to be something that happens in this game that's going to ruin it and look there was it wasn't a high scoring game for heat or sixes and that's why our scores were so low i just i'm just thankful that the person i picked as a captain got to like 50 points yeah same here uh you know so it's um one of those things it's just the bbl is so fickle and it can happen you know you just have fun with it you know, go do whatever you like this week. I like a Nisa trade. I mean, you had him and so did I. You, you, it's your second time trading in Nisa and um, Kelly. <laughs> well, I've I, I chickened out of my massive Kelly move. But oh, good. If he's well, named, if he's named, oh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Well, I mean, you can get him next week if you need to. Is he still over yeah. to, is he lost some money? He's in the hundreds he's, now. He's, he's 190. Um, oh, it's expensive, so wait for next week. Um, yeah, well, Nathan, it was good talking as always, and uh, good luck to everyone this round. Hopefully, we get no rain and we can all just pump out ripping scores. At least we've got, I think, the weather's good for the first game. If you get a good VC score, just bloody loop it, yeah, done with it. Um, here's a question for you Do you because Harper came in last game, is that because um, Hanscom had his heat stroke, or are they just because of the way know. the lineup's now gone, they've brought Harper in up the top? Peter Hanscom's with the test squad. Oh. He's the backup batsman in case Matt Renshaw doesn't make the game with COVID. Oh, well, that's crazy. Yeah. So that's why it. Peter Hanscom's playing. That's why Sam Harper's playing. Because oh. Peter Hanscom's off with a test pack. 
All right. Well, I can use him as a loop this week then. Yeah. Very safely. No, it's good to know. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk to you at the end of the next round, eh? And hopefully we can get some green arrows. Yep. See you then. All right. Cheers, mate. To Tate. It's four. Oh, 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 Chris Lynn has taken the wild thing and sent him.